I had something come to me, and I believe it's a word from God for us. Um, I want to talk about the makings of trust. And um, so trust is, is such an essential part of our relationship with God, but um, it's, it's the first step in, in our relationship with anybody, isn't it? You know, I was thinking about, uh, well, I was thinking about Larry, but I was thinking about, you know, they got these horse whispers. You ever watch a horse whisper? It's really cool, isn't it? They'll take, they'll take some wild, everybody, everybody seen one of them? Ever, yeah, haven't ever seen one? Okay, so these guys can, can break a horse in just, what, 15 minutes? Just, I mean, it's amazing. Because um, the old school way, I guess, was, you know, crawl, keep crawling up on them till they give up, <clears throat> or till you give up one of the two. Somebody gets broke. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so what a horse whisperer does, though, is they'll, They'll get a horse in a ring and they'll they'll put a rope on its uh, uh, I don't know what twenty foot rope or something. They'll get that horse going in a circle, and they develop this relationship with that horse, uh, where the horse it, it actually they they actually challenge the horse in certain ways, uh, to where the horse becomes uh, aware of what the this 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 trainer is doing, and they develop. Uh, a drawing, they, they developed this drawing uh, power uh, to, the, to the trainer. And, and the trainer actually corrects them, but it, it gives them a little bit of, continually gives them uh, an opportunity to get closer. And they'll end up coming right up to the, to the, to the trainer, and the trainer can end up putting a saddle on their back and and what they're doing in this process, though, is, and I, and I believe this happens with uh, any kind of training with an animal, is you're not just developing <clears throat> the, the assurance that you're not going to hurt them. You're actually correcting them in some way, saying that you can't do this or you're going to get this. But, but they, come, they become very familiar with exactly what you're going to do so that they can trust your movements. If I do this, you're going to do this. And so what, what, what they do is develop uh, trust. So the animal can actually trust this human that they've never met before this day, but there's this magic in the, the ability to develop a trust so that they can actually come up and let this guy put a saddle on their back that some bronc buster would have, wouldn't have ever been able to get him to do. Uh, it's so necessary. I mean... Uh, it happens in a relationship with a with, with our spouse. <laughs> I mean, man, fireworks go off when you see them, but uh, man, there's something that has to happen before they're going to actually uh, trust you with their life. You keep whispering to them, and they come to the altar, and they let you put a finger on their. On the, or a ring on their finger, and, and they actually let you take them home with you. <laughs> wow. Somebody's been whispering some pretty, pretty cool stuff, right? But, but trust is necessary, isn't it, for, for us to, 
you know, in, in a business relationship, you ha there's something that's going on that, that has to be affirmed before you can develop this. Well, we talk about trusting God, and, and what is that? Because uh, <laughs> I want to go through several references in, in, uh, in the Word to, tonight about that. Uh, <clears throat> because I think sometimes we, a lot of things that we have with God, we can, we can just say, yeah, I believe in God. You know, we've been going over this for a long time in our, in our, on our Sundays. <laughs> what do you mean when you believe God? Because there's going to be evidence of that, right? But what are we saying when we trust in God? How many trust in God? Well, yeah, I trust in God. Well, what does that mean, right? And, it, and, the, and there's actually quite a bit to it because... Um, let, let, let's just go through this, uh, and let me pray before we do. Man, I, I've just—it's—isn't the presence of God so so wonderful here tonight? And it was just so good to to worship Him and just to just to welcome His presence. And Lord God, we we love you so much. We uh, we don't talk want to just talk about you from afar, but we want to embrace uh, your presence. We want to embrace your nearness right now and. We want to tell you how much we, we just love uh, you, love your presence, love uh, the lights that go off in your presence, lights of revelation, lights of understanding, and, and Lord, help us, to, uh, help us to go deeper into an understanding of what it really means to trust you and to uh, let you take us home with you and... Let us uh, have us uh, put your ring on our finger and, <laughs> and, and, and be joined together with you, Lord. Uh, help us to fulfill our part of this, God, this, this drawing that you have to our hearts tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. So uh, let's just go through this and look at um, uh, what, what it is to trust. And I've got some little things I'm going to say here, too. But this is just, uh, man, this uh, transitive verb, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly because there's going to be an intransitive one too. So I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not remembering uh, English too much right now. But um, it's to rely on the truth, uh, trust or rumor, to place confidence in, to hope or expect, to commit or place. Man, I, I don't have everything on here on mine. Huh. Oh, well. Um, to, to place confidence, trust in God, to trust luck. Uh, Let's go down here for, to this next one. Uh, but it's the first step in a relationship. That's what I've been saying, right? And, and it's required. If you're going to move forward with something, you're going to have to trust it. Yes. <laughs> if you're going to move forward on a, on a, <clears throat> on a new floor, you're going to have to trust that it's going to hold you. If you're going to move forward in a, in a direction that somebody gives you, you're going to have to have confidence on, on Sunday, we talked about this, about following God. You're going to have to be able to trust in where you're going, that it's going to take you somewhere. That's, um, you're going to have to go forward and, and to, uh, to uh, trust in somebody. You're actually going to have to let go of something else. In order to trust, you're going to have to let go. Uh, you're going to have to look away. You're going to have to look away from some other things if you're going to trust in this, Okay. It's necessary, it's needed for hope, it's needed for faith, and it's needed for peace. You don't have faith without trust. 
you're going to have to be able to have something that that's based upon, right? And we're going to go in, in each one of these verses is going to be helpful with this. Um, and I was thinking about peace. Um, one thing my wife is very, I'll say, wonderful about is right before I'm drifting off to sleep. She wants to know, did you lock the front door? She doesn't trust me that the front door's locked. And she's not going to have peace, and I'm not either. Until she can trust that the front door is locked. So. And the garage door. Don't you love that? Yeah, I went down and locked the front garage door, and the next morning I get up, I mean the, the front door, and I, the next morning I get up and I go out the front door, and the garage door was open the whole night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, so, there, there has to be a level of, of trust, right? <laughs> so, let me just go through some of these, because there's some good things to draw out. There's so many references to trusting God, and uh, sometimes we, we immediately... <clears throat> Want to go? Uh, there's there's so many things that we're gonna see here that are like preparations before you can actually really trust. I I look at this a lot of times in prayer. I've been so uh, I, I've been so impressed that that in prayer, a lot of times we just want to dive right into the problem, don't we? It's like God, I got my list of stuff here. Uh, oh yeah, by the way. Hi, <laughs> uh, but here's all my stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I don't even know if we get into faith if we're just talking about the problem when we come into God's presence. It's like, uh, we might just want to tell him how great he is and actually start elevating him above whatever we're going to say here. How powerful that is. So there's a preparation before I think prayer is even effective. There's a preparation of exalting God, magnifying him. Okay? So let's do this first of all, though, because I think <laughs> I found this, this, uh, this proverb <clears throat> that actually says this. How many are ready to be taught something about trust? See, I, I think this is one of the biggest things about the truths of God, we got to be willing to say, I don't already know this. Can we be willing to say, I'm going to learn something new? All right. And I, ha I found a verse specifically for trust that says this, okay? It says, Proverbs 22, 19 says, I am teaching you today. Yes, you say, yes, me. Can you say, yes, me? Yes, me. Yes, me. So, when you have a so, that means if you don't get taught, it ain't happening, right? So I believe there's a necessity in trusting God, something that's so essential for a relationship with him, something that's so essential for faith, for hope. Um, can you close that door on the way out? Is that what you're going for? Oh, okay, cool. Um, there's, it's so essential to to approach this with, maybe there's something I, I can learn about this, right? Yes. That's why I like this. It says, yes, you. No, no not, not, your, not your neighbor, not that other person that you think needs this right now, but you, right? 
so you will trust in the Lord. Don't you like that? There was a verse specifically for tonight's lesson. <laughs> so I am teaching you today, yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. Oh, so this is, this is very essential, very important. And man, we're just going to go through several of these. It's, 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 draw some good stuff out. It's not all encompassed in this, but man. Um, Proverbs 3, 5. <clears throat> How many are familiar with Proverbs 3, 5? And then I had Braden learn 3, 5, and 6. But let's just hit 5 here first. It says, trust in the Lord with how much of your heart? With all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. So, so in the approach to God, to, before we say, yeah, I trust in God, well, first of all, we have to say, well, and, and let's look at all of these as part of what we're saying when we're, when we're saying we're trusting. Or when we're, <laughs> we, we don't have to get real complicated with this, but it does need to be things that we're going through when we're saying we're trusting God. Well, when I'm going to trust in God, first of all, I'm going to have to let go of my own understanding. Yeah. I'm going to have to let go of, of what I already think about something, uh, of, of, of information I already have. Because information I already have is going to debilitate the, uh, the trust in God. All right? So, I, I, and I believe these are in a good sequence here. Because we start off saying, okay, God, first of all, I'm just going to assume that I don't know anything when I come to you. And I believe this is, this is a wonderful way to, to approach what we're going to go into next here. Uh, because... Psalm 4, 5, in the praise of his righteousness. So we've come, first of all, saying my, my portion is empty. I got to get full of you. And now I'm going to offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. In the praise of his righteousness. So what, what I'm looking at here is, is um, what has God done that's so right? Because it doesn't, we don't really trust in anything unless we're being challenged in something, do we? <laughs> right? There's, there's, there's going to be a need to, to give up uh, where you're at in order to actually trust in what somebody says they're going to do for you. Right? Now, sometimes this can be somewhat simple. Man, people get us to trust them all the time online. <laughs> they get us to, it's like we had this happen. We were, we were, uh, Renting a, a vehicle, you know, and what happens? Uh, uh, we were trying out this new Turo thing. Anybody heard of Turo? You know, where it's kind of like uh, Airbnb, but it's for vehicles. You know, we and so we rented this. This. What do you? For some reason, we put our trust and our money. Right. I, I'm not going to tell you how much because. Somehow this guy says, oh, I'm sorry. My, my vehicle got stolen uh, last week. So, but we'd already paid. We'd already been taken. We'd already. <laughs> we, what's that? We got, we got it back. But you know what I'm saying? It's like that was an example of you, you put your trust in something, and now it's all. And, and, and why? Just because you found something online. that You didn't even see the vehicle. You, you trusted 
in what somebody had established for you, right? Um, but before we can really say we're trusting in God, we're going to have to give him some credibility. <laughs> and and I, I don't know about you, but I need to renew my praises of God. I need to renew what how right he is. You know, what, what makes us go online? We believe that, that they're, they're right. That we, we believe that they're uh, reputable. That they're going to do what they say they're going to do. But with God, sometimes we're so in the middle of, of all these other things that are challenging. And it's not enough to just say, okay, now I've been exposed to all this stuff that's making me question things. And now I'm just going to say, now I trust you. No, let's say something about him. Let's say how right he is. <laughs> right? Because this puts it in this order. It says, offer the sacrifices of righteousness. I want to call this the sacrifices of praise. What is that? That's where when you're not feeling like it, you say, I'm going to just going to start praising God for how right he is. And, and what order is this between trusting and praising? Praising is coming before, isn't it? says, and put your trust in the Lord. It's almost like this is, this is part of trusting. Offering a sacrifice of his righteousness. Let's go on to this next one. It's very much connected. Trust is established in his praises. <clears throat> Psalm 40. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear. And will trust in the Lord. What is fear? That's when you really believe something's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> so much that it changes how you're, you're going to act. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, we want to just say it's, it's all about, because I was thinking about this horse whisper. It's not just the good things that he's offering. He's actually offering correction all the time. And what that horse is beginning to learn is that He's, he's learning the fear of the whisperer in addition to the goodness of the. He's learning the things that he's not going to do and learning the things he's going to do. It's not just, it's not just the, 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 the fear of God is, is, is the side of understanding how awesome he is so that you can be drawn to him at the same time. Does that make sense? So when we're praising him, what we're doing, we're exalting how great he is. <clears throat> and in the process of doing that, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a, a, a quaking, a shaking in his presence that causes us to actually display something that's going to not just cause us to, to trust in God, but it's going to cause somebody else, right? Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. Why? Because they're seeing who God really is. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Makes the Lord his trust. We're all trust, trusting in something. <clears throat> and does not respect the proud, nor uh, such as turn aside to lies. Okay, we're gonna hit that a little bit more. <clears throat> what is declared positions for trust? So it's not. So what's happening when we're praising him? We're actually declaring uh, what we depend upon. When we declare how great God is, you know, we, we sang about it. Isn't it good to say, uh, I'm no longer a slave to sin, but I am a child of God. What, what's happening? It's not enough to just 
for that to be a reality. When you put that in your mouth, now there's a declaration going forth. There's something being, being proclaimed. And it's not just enough to no longer be a slave to sin. You have to acknowledge that. You have to proclaim it. And the more you do that, that's why it's important to sing this song more than once. And for it to be a meditation that you have during the day. Because what happens in that is that it's actually causing you to be able to trust in God. Right? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, and then what? In him I will trust. It's not saying that this is required, but it's giving a very clear demonstration of what trusting is. Trusting isn't just sitting back and going, humming, 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 humming. Trusting is taking who God is and putting it in your mouth and declaring it. Right? I will say of the Lord. Can you say that with me? I will say of the Lord. Man, it just kind of makes you feel good just saying it right now, doesn't it? He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. Oh, let's say this. Can we do this? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him, I will trust. Wow. This is the makings of trust. Not just saying, I trust. Trust is not just a fig newton your imagination it's something you're doing trusting is an action it's something you what i love about this is these are things we can actually begin to do in the face it when we're needing to trust god when we're needing to let go of something else we can begin to put his praises in our mouth declare who he is amen in the process of doing this i think this is a very necessary one too because i came across psalm 73 28 it says but it is good for me to draw near to God. So I don't know about you, but I, I noticed when I was declaring that with my mouth just now, that I felt a drawing. I felt like a horse being drawn to the whisper. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like in the praises of God, there's, there's a drawing to him. It needs to be something that we consciously are aware of. We're being drawn to the presence of God. It is good for me to draw near. Can we say that? It is good for me to draw near to God. Isn't that good? Amen? I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Man, there's this, there's this, mixing of things that we're doing. We're, it, again, this isn't just I am trusting. In, what is it looking like? Well, it's getting close to God. It's praising him, getting close to where he is, sensing his presence. Amen? And it's going to be, it's, it's, we're going to be aware when this is happening. It's not, it's not just a magic, okay, now I'm trusting in God, so he better show up or else. <laughs> right? No, this is, this is part of my relationship with him. <laughs> that I may declare your works. I put my trust in you. Let's look, um, Proverbs 3, 6. 
<laughs> so this is what's happening. We're praising him. We're getting close to who he is. And then this is a big part of trusting in God that I think is necessary. Because sometimes when we think of trusting in God, we just we want to make it like he's way over there and we're just depending on him to do his part. And he's saying, no, I want you to praise me to get close to me so that I can begin to change who you are in the process of this. A truster is not just somebody that's observing. It's somebody that's being changed. Okay? So let's look at this. Proverbs 3, 5. Now, uh, we, we saw Proverbs 3, 5. What was that? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. That's not all there is to trusting. You got to go to six. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. That's when you're getting close to him. And you're beginning to see that that part of you that needs who he is, you begin to recognize that in him. And then he doesn't just show you who he is. He begins to direct who you are. And he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. That's a very necessary. Now, when I'm looking at this, and we're going to see a little bit more about this, but what, what begins to happen, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a verse that says, it's always been interesting to me. He says, be ye holy because I'm holy. And I'm thinking, well, well God, that's really easy for you to say, you know. But he said, what he's saying is, you get close to me, you get near to me, and the, the most amazing part of my nature, my holiness, that will begin to be seen in you. And you're saying, how is this having to do with trust? Well, trust, is, trust takes who God is and it puts inside of you so that you can be changed by who he is. That's when trust really is activated. Because it brings alive, it brings, it brings the reality of your union with him alive to affect what you're going through, not just by who he is, but who he is in you, okay? And you begin to emulate who he is. I think this is, this is the, that's what, that's what Jesus' prayer was, right? So, so that we can be one, so, so that who I am, real trust is, is, is in the promises of God, not just what he's going to do for you, but who, what he's going to do through you. And so you begin, you get close to him, and you start looking like him. What happens when we behold the glory of God? We're changed from glory to glory into the same image that we're beholding, right? I believe this is a part of trusting. Okay, let's go to 2 Samuel twenty-two twenty-six. So... And this is a necessary part of this. Man, this is something that, that came as a little bit of a revelation for me in, in, in looking at this. Is they say one of the hardest things <laughs> is for a liar to learn to trust somebody. Because they are a liar and you can't trust them. It's really hard for somebody who is unfaithful to trust in somebody because they're unfaithful and they're suspicious. It's hard to believe in something else that you aren't yourself. Can you see this? Man, this is really important. This is really essential. This is why God wants to change who we are because it will change our trust in him. He says, I want you to be faithful 
Because it's not enough to just sing great is thy faithfulness and for God to be faithful to you in your perception of him. No, not until you're emulating his faithfulness do you really trust in his faithfulness. Can you see that? This isn't too far off. (laughs) This is why this whole process is necessary. Praising him, drawing near to him, now letting our beholding of him change who we are. And in that process, there's a magnifying of our trust of him because now it's who we are too. You see the necessity of this? I've got to become like him for me to actually trust in him. I don't think you can just come in just trusting him off the bat. No, he has to change who you are. Okay. 2 Samuel twenty-two twenty-six. 26. To the who you show yourself faithful? To the faithful. Not just anybody. Not to the unfaithful. So which, which, which kind of person is going to actually be able to behold the faithfulness of God? Somebody who's been changed by his faithfulness. Right? And now becomes a faithful person themselves. Oh, it's so much more easy to trust in his faithfulness when you become faithful. It's almost like the, the, the necessity has this new creation that we have has to be affecting us all the time. Uh, or we can get into a place where we're not really trusting God. We can say we do, but we're really not because we're a liar. <laughs> you remember what Jesus said? He said, he said, if you don't love your brother who you can't see, how can you love your father who you can't? And, and what has he said? You're a, you're a liar. So, so really, if you're not even just loving your, uh, somebody that, that we can see, you can't trust God. Can you make that connection? You can't really trust him if you're a liar. <laughs> now, I'm being really strong here, but right? So what is he saying? Let's praise him. Let's get close to him. But when we're doing, let's let that become our nature. Uh, in beholding him, let's, let, let's take on who he is. Because our trust is dependent upon what he's done in us. Can you see? Man, trusting is getting a little more interesting, isn't it? Well, I think I like trusting even more than I did before, right? Okay, let's look at this next one. This is really cool too. It says, take on the immovability of a mountain. How many consider yourself to be immovable like a mountain? We should be. We should be immovable, right? Let's look at this. Let's look at this psalm. Psalm 125.1. Uh, those who trust in the Lord, because this is, that's who we are, right? How many trust in the Lord? Well, you're just going to have to admit it. You're really immovable. You're like a mountain, right? Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Are you going to... Are you seeing the necessity of of emulating what we're seeing in God? Is is God immovable? He's the rock of our salvation. He's he's unchangeable. We like to say that. We like to trust in his immovability. And he's saying, yeah, but the more you trust in, the more you become aware that you are that yourself, the more you can trust in mine. The more we we get to where we're not moving from his promises. If he said it, I'm trusting in that. I'm not going to move from that. 
We have to be the immovable ones here too. Amen? Do you see this necessity? All right. <laughs> Psalm 31.6. So then there's, once we get to that place, there's, there's this identity that we get in him to where we despise anything that would be apart from that identity. There, there, there becomes this ability to, to disallow any other trust in our life. This is the looking away part that I had referenced before. I have hated, now, we don't have to hate people, but we can hate that kind of a person, that, that person that will do that kind of thing, and then we can put that on ourselves. I hate, I'm not gonna allow that to be who I am. I hate that identity, right? I've hated those who regard useless idols, but I trust in the Lord. There has to be a letting go of, of depending on other things. And when you get when you get this identity, you begin to emulate the nature of God, the immovability of God. You say, how could I even trust in anything else? I hate that thought even, right? Man, trusting is really interesting, isn't it? All right. Psalms 118.9, specifically elevate God above earthly personalities. How many trust in some earthly personalities? We do, don't we? All right, I won't go into anybody in particular because uh, TikTok. Okay, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. You know what? I think we have to intentionally elevate God above other things sometimes. We can say, um, man, I I saw somebody having a uh, star, you know that, that word starstruck, you know? And, and I saw something somewhere where somebody was being starstruck by some, some idol of some kind. And I'm thinking, um, you know, when, when, that, when that is even presented, it's like I don't like the word American Idol. It's like, you know, I don't, maybe there's some place for that for somebody. But there needs to be, anytime somebody's get even, even somebody that we, we really admire in our own realm of, of uh, you know, skill, because I've done that before. Man, I, I've had these, these guitar players that I just idolized, and, I, and it was amazing. I, I, there was this one guy in particular that I took Hayden to this concert, and he played with him. Most classical guitarists aren't really very well known, and this guy became, he's, he's probably the most well-known. You wouldn't even know who he is, but that's kind of how interesting that is. But he actually played a concerto with a, a large, uh, with the, the Cleveland Symphony. And I took Hayden and, and saw him. Went up to him afterwards, and he had, I'd actually gone out to eat once he, with him once when I was in college. Went up to him to, you know, get, get an autograph. And, you know, they're just people. And he didn't, didn't say, oh, yeah, or, you know, he, he didn't relate to me at all. Like, he's just a person. And I was starstruck. And I, you know, and, 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 and there's a certain amount of that. But we have to intentionally say, man, I got to elevate God above that. I got to be impressed in his presence. Amen? Because it's so much better to trust in the Lord. Right? There has to be that, that correlation that we make uh, with the world. But man, there's, there's no comparison, right? Make how you dwell be an expression of where your trust lies. Man, this is so important. So this, 
If we're, how many like to trust in God's goodness? I love to trust in God's goodness. This is in relation to, to what we've already been talking about here. But Psalm 37, 3 says this. Trust in the Lord. And what are we trusting in the Lord? And do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. I, I saw something in this. It's like you can't trust in a good God without displaying his goodness. And it kind of goes to uh, being able to, to trust in him because you're faithful yourself. Well, a great part of your trust in God is going to be when you've experienced his goodness and now you share it. It's in the sharing of his goodness that you actually stab trusting in him. Amen. So become something that you're not just doing, you're not doing this out of works. You're doing this out of relationship with him that is further establishing your trust in him, in his goodness. You know, we like, I like to sing that, uh, uh, all my life you have been faithful, all my life you've been so, so good, and I haven't learned to be good at all in the process, but you still are, and so somehow I trust in you. No, if you're not being changed by his goodness, you're not really trusting in it. Can you see that? How much, how it's necessary, if I'm going to say I'm trusting in God, I better be, there better be evidence in my life, okay? And actually, it's, it's, it's what we can begin to consciously be aware of and doing, and in the process of doing that, we're, we're actually trusting in him. It's, it's directly connected to our trust, all right? Psalm 31, 19. Oh, okay, let me see here. This is in direct relation to that too. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who do what? Trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. This goodness that he is becomes who we are. And in that process, we are trusting. Oh, aren't, isn't it good to know what you meant when you were saying you trust in God? Now, now we, we get awareness of what that really is. Okay, activate the living, breathing. Psalm 115, eight through nine. Those who, make, uh, those who make them are like them. So this is everyone who trusts in them. So is everyone who trusts in them. Oh, Israel trusts in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. This is talking about, this is, this is really interesting. And, and you've, I'm sure you've read this, but he's talking about the people that make uh, idols. And he said, he makes, they, they, they make these idols with eyes that can't see. And they make, and they have a nose that can't smell. They have, they, they have a, a mouth that can't taste or can't speak. They have hands, but they can't hold anything. It says they have all these parts, but they can't do anything. And here's what it says about those, those people that, that trust in those kind of idols. It says they're just like them. Isn't that interesting? You become like what you trust. That's why it's so important to become like God. Don't just trust in who he is. Become like him. And that's evidence that you're trusting. Amen? Okay, let me just read these last few here and then, then we'll be done. Nahum 1.7. So there's promises for those who do trust. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Isn't that wonderful? When we're actually activating his praises, we're, we're trusting in his promises, what's happening for us, 
We're not just knowing him. We're not just trusting in him. He's developing a trust in us. Right? And at the the end, when people are saying, Lord, Lord, and he said, I don't know you, we're going to show up and he says, oh, that's you. (laughs) You're the one that was trusting in me. Right? (laughs) All right. Uh, Psalm 34, 22. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Not just people that say they trust in him. Those that are doing at least what we're looking at here tonight, right? Identifying with who he is. Man, trust is kind of an important thing, is it not? Ephesians 1.13. This is it. In whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, what happened? You trusted in him because of revelation of how great he was. What he had done for you. Trust requires this information initially, but then you got to go towards it. The gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. What happened? We've been given the Holy Spirit to be the security for where we are right now. Now, if you keep reading in this chapter, though, he says, because I've heard of your trust, because I've heard that you've, you've responded to, to the promises of God, now I'm going to really pray for you. Trusting is something that is progressive. We never are done with it. We renew it day by day. Amen? And we are continually being filled with this Holy Spirit of promise, this securing in us the reality of not just who he is, but who we are in the process. And that's what Paul's prayer is later on in this chapter. He says, so that you can know really, who you are in this. And your trust isn't just in a, in a God somewhere far away, but it's in a, in a God that's done an amazing thing to become one with you so that when you're trusting, it's actually in a really cool way you're trusting in who he is in you. Yeah. How powerful that is. Amen.